Another one from The Obsidian, a flash review of the album Multitude by Stromae. Paul Van Hover, a.k.a. Stromae, was born in 1985 in Brussels to a Flemish mother and a father from Rwanda. A child, like many of us, born into the vast African diaspora. As a singer, songwriter, rapper, and multi-talented musician, Stromae, which is maestro but flipped, an inversion of syllables said to be a French slang practice called Verlan, has been making music since he was a teenager. His music lures in a multitude of global flavors, old to new, from house to salsa, 1990s Eurodance to Congolese rumba and American hip hop. Many of his online videos provide closed captions for those who don't speak <coughs> the French, and it's worthwhile to explore his rich lyrical content. And with that, good people, Orn, Ickum, what do y'all think? <laughs> Orn and Ickum, huh? Uh, Kim and Ron, you know, I was, I was is trying that, to do is the that whole, the Verlon that, that, that yeah, you're yeah, rocking there? That, was, that's the best, you know, street street French. French. It's, fr it's French for, for pig Latin. Is that right? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't speak pig or bacon or anything like that. Aiken Bay, you know, you of lay that Aiken Bay. <laughs> Ron, Ron, what? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to cheapen what you what you, what you were saying. All right, all right. Uh, so me as Orn, right? Is that right, Orn? Yeah, you're Orn. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. You know, um, you know, we're trying to stretch out a little bit here, kind of expand from the from the usual jazz and hip hop and R and B that we do to a an international sound a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think that that's uh, it's exciting. And, um, and Kim, you're the one who brought this project to us. So why don't you explain a little bit about how you found it and yeah. what drew you to it and all that. Happy to, happy to. So uh, Jason or Sanjay mentioned um, the NPR interview. And that's actually <laughs> when I first heard him, I was in the car with my daughter, okay. who just turned 16. And uh, we were on, I've taken her, you know, normal everyday stuff, taking her to volleyball practice. And we heard this interview and I don't know, I can't pinpoint what it was about what he said or just the way he communicated and they, they sprinkled in his music. We were, I didn't know it at the time, but we were both just completely captivated and just falling for him at the same time. And then I talked about it later. I was like, oh, you know that guy? We heard an NPR. She's like, yes, or am I? It's like, I really like him. She's like, yeah, me too. I was like, oh, really? 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 <laughs> And I just, for me, that was like one of the first things I was just, oh, that's so cute. That's so wonderful. But um, from then on, that kind of started the love affair. And I was saying earlier that I kind of fall for my music like I fall for humans, which is pretty hard and crushing. Uh, so I get big, develop big crushes. And I just have the biggest crush on Stromae right now, like as a musician, of course. Like um, I just really fell for him pretty hard. And he's been the main thing I've been listening to for a couple months since, since I first discovered. And I really just think that uh, I can't pinpoint exactly what spoke to me so much from the very beginning, but I just knew this was something I, I needed. And I think personally, he's a genius. Um, I won't hesitate. I will back it up, stand by that to the end. I really think that he's a genius. 
um, I think he's kind of like this brilliant mad scientist that kind of splices together the you know beats and rhythms and melodies with with a kind of agility such that it kind of defies genre. Mm-hmm. And I think he does mm-hmm. that on purpose. I think if if anything, if you have to genre genreize him, I would say he created a new one. If anything, um, I don't think you can box him in. Uh, And I think by embracing influences from, as you mentioned, from around the globe, this album multitude feels like to me, one of the other reasons that I kind of fell for it was it kind of feels like a tribute to the wonder and beauty that is possible when diversity is celebrated Mm. and brought together to create rather than used to divide and destroy. And I don't expect everybody to get that from this, but you know, that's kind of how I felt. And, you know, it kind of, he kind of tickled my awkward mix kid, you know, as I started to learn more about him, he kind of tickled my awkward mix kid bone. And then he kind of went into my, oh, he walks with darkness too bone. And that tingled a little bit. So that kind of made me more and the more I learned, the more I just was like, I was in. And I even went back to old albums and, and fell in love with those too. So yeah, uh, I'll let y'all speak now. But I, as you can tell, I'm pretty over the moon. And I think that it'll be hard pressed to find another album in 2022 for me that will beat it as far as best album of the year. I love that. I love that. I mean, there's no doubt that um, his music's from the heart right? It's from his experiences. Um, and he's, he's undoubtedly global. His, his influences are global, right? Um, I was listening to it after you suggested it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, my family came home and they were immediately like, what's this? Yeah. And, and now my daughter like rocks Stromae. I love that. Like, you know, from iPad to iPhone to, you know, her her little Siri, you know, in bedroom, (laughs) mini, mini pod, whatever the the hell it's called. But um, I can hear Stromae. And um, but, you know, it it wasn't just listening. It was after I was watching some of the um, YouTube videos. Where yeah. you know, and I had to throw on the the closed caption because um, me too. You know, I'm no stuck, question. I'm stuck no parlez-vous français. No, no, I'm 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 stuck with uh, with English. You know, je ne comprends pas. I don't understand, um, <laughs> and I don't even say that shit right. But um, you know, it, it's it's he's he's part of the black diaspora. You know, brothers and sisters um, are are spread across the globe. And our influences um, are are layered, um, intricately layered. And um, his music is similar to that, those influences that he has, the positions, his geo, you know, positions that he's he's bringing to his music. And um, I know there's certain issues that he's dealing with personally that, you know, I hope he continues to make music. But um, he's real. He's he's just a real person who passionately um, makes music, um, and he's taken those type of leaps. Yeah, that's Absolutely. cool. That is that's cool. That's cool. So I, I would say that I would co-sign on that. There's um, that this is a, an important project. 
Um, and I think that it's well worth people spending time with. Um, for me, I really, I, I, I didn't connect to it um, as strongly as you guys did. Um, mm -hmm. I felt like I had a couple of moments during the album and I listened to it a couple of times. Um, there was one track, track two, Sante, that I liked a lot. Brilliant. That's yeah. Amazing. And I also like track six, Say Que Du Bonheur. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's track 11, Mauvaise Journée. Mm -hmm. So I definitely had moments during the album, but there was a lot that, that I just, I didn't, you know, I didn't experience that connection. I think that you guys did. And who knows, maybe I would just have to, I would have to spend more time. But I will say, it reminded me, you know, knowing that you guys, people I love, you know, loved it so much, right? It reminded me of a similar situation I had with my dad. Hmm. So hmm. my dad loves opera. And mm -hmm. we grew up hearing opera in the house and all this. And, but for some reason, I just do not connect to opera and I have tried, but mm -hmm. It, for some reason, it just it it just doesn't hit me the way it does my dad, and I, and I love my dad, you know, and you know he's a world to me, um, but it was just like that. That's just something that that happens sometimes, you know. So, um, but that's what it reminded me of. I was like, okay, well, and you know, I I can listen to opera, and I can say, I you know that that is really that's good, and that is. Um, you know, that is really high quality. And so for me, that's how I, you know, that was my experience with Multitude. I, I had a very similar experience. Um, so um, I could definitely see where you guys are coming from with this one, definitely. Yeah, I mean, definitely fair mm -hmm. enough, you know. Yeah. Music is, that's one of the beauties of music is it hits people differently. And, you know, yes. uh, I, I feel like, um, I, I really enjoyed just the music aspect, but there's definitely, like, I think the music alone is brilliant, but I also have something I feel when I listen to it mm -hmm. um, that touches me in a different place that is something that is, I feel like is rare. And I, I know it's kind of like that. Well, sometimes you, you listen to music and you're like, I like part of this is makes me feel better. And yeah. if I feel like this person might be singing how I feel, um, or have had experiences or, or just there, there's something about listening to it that is healing. Like I feel mm -hmm. that way about his music as well, even yeah. though it's only been a few months I've been with it. Um, and I really like the way that he'll put um, different perspectives, even within one song. Um, mm -hmm. And he, he's not always talking for himself. Mm -hmm. um, I think L'Enfer is very personal for him. Um, but then there's a lot of other songs where he's taking different perspectives like Fuse de Joie uh, is the one is he's taking four different perspectives in that song um, around um, prostitution. From so how, how do you know that Kim? Like, do you, do, do, is it from watching the videos with the subtitles or is it from, yeah, it's because that. you don't, you don't speak French, right? No. Oh, no. Hello. But it's so, the videos with subtitles, but it's also like I just like looked up each song translation. Uh -huh. 
and then I I just you know I was like a a mad uh, groupie and I watched a bunch of videos where he'd explain them or just interviews with him and yeah so I think I, that that's I bet, I, bet, I bet the language situation is part of it right because it kind of I, I was just thinking about you know our we just did the awards and the the winning TV show was Lupin right mm -hmm. French show and we watched that show, but we watched it with the English subtitles. So there was no language barrier getting in the way of me understanding that story, right? Yeah. And I wonder if the gap here is that I listened to the music without understanding the words, right? I didn't have the benefit of subtitles. And perhaps that is, um, you know, that, that went into the experience. I, I wonder... You know, like, how would I have liked the show Lupin without reading the subtitles? I don't know. It definitely you know? could be a factor, for sure. And, I mean, and, and it could be, maybe that's the thing about opera, you know, because most <laughs> opera is like sung in Italian or whatever, right? And so maybe that's something I need to look into. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a that's a, an insight. You've always come <laughs> off with a certain operatic kind of flourishes, though, Ron, like, <laughs> I, I sense that in you. I one time I said to myself, you know, this brother, maybe he likes opera. He must like opera. <laughs> a little Rococo, you know, in your style. Of, He's like, <laughs> that's exactly it, right there. That's exactly wow, that was great. I want more. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, your reference to uh, Lanfair, is that how you said it? Yes. Um, was, was, did come off very personal to me because he talked about his own depression, about his yeah. anxiety, mm -hmm. which, which is a part of what kind of puts a question mark is, will he ever actually professionally perform again? Um, there's questions there because he suffers from uh, a particular level of, of fear, anxiety, um, of, of performance. And yet he also has a, a very strong um, um, kind of statement in his fashion, right? Yes, and a fashion line. And a fashion line. Yeah, the fashion line as well. I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, but as you mentioned earlier too, Jason, that so I watching in watching interviews, one of the things I love about him too is he's incredibly humble and um modest. And but then and he says how shy he is. Like he says if if he was talking to you like in an intimate setting or whatever, he would be so shy. But when he's performing, he, you know, some performers are like that. They can step into this other like brain and he's performed on, on the sidewalks of New York that um, this other song, Papa Ute, which if you haven't heard that, that's from the old album. Ugh, so good. But, and he, he just will do silly like things where people look at him strange. And when he performs on stage, he's like amazing. But it's, you know, it's that kind of thing, duplicity that I think a lot of performers have where they're real shy in one set. And then in this other, they'll do crazy things. They'll do things that make them, could make them look foolish and they don't care. And um, and yeah, I think uh, also, like you mentioned about the fashion, he has, a, he has a specific style and he does have a fashion line. Um, but also to touch on that aspect of the, of other aspects of him. Yes, the videos, the videos are 
Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, no, they, I was, I was enthralled and, and we watched a whole series of them uh, on YouTube, uh, uh, my family, just because we were just digging it. And I definitely can hear that Congolese Roomba vibe, which is so popular on the African continent. And yeah. those ties to his father, um, who I believe um, died in the Rwanda um, uh tragedy mm. um yeah i think stromai was like two and he had gone back to Ro- his father had gone back to rwanda and he was he was killed in the, in the right. genocide so in the genocide right Damn. um but you, you can hear those influences and and to me that also connects me more to the music right um it's 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 a little <laughs> I, I don't i'm not trying to belittle it or or compare it but you know when the more you learned about you know Prince, right? And his influences and watching Purple Rain and the things in his music. Um, and even recently where Prince shows up on that li- on that video oh, yeah. <laughs> of him as a kid yeah. being interviewed in Minneapolis oh, because of precious. the teacher strike, you know, yeah. teachers. And and it, it's funny, like his even his facial expression, his little lip side thing where it's like, <laughs> that's Prince, yo, that's Prince. That's, you know, Purple Rain, homie. But yes. um, those influences come out in your music and, and they're repeated, right? They're, they're repeated in flourishes that are um, oftentimes, you know, the common threads that, that move through your music. And the more I've listened to Stromae, the more I can hear some of those common threads. I mean, clearly also, you know, this whole Euro dance and kind of what we would think of as house music, right? Um, electro music where they grab you know certain machines it's like two turb two turntables and a microphone and you know you 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 start to make music with it um he's influenced by those things and um it, it's 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 definitely worth a listen right i mean it's definitely worth checking out stromai and um spelled s t r o m a-E, and you can mess around with your own name with the whole Verlon street French thing, you know, because I, I had some fun doing that with my family, <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out what our names would sound like in Verlon. <laughs> well, check it out. I, I think I think we are highly recommending um, checking out Multitude by Stromae, uh, released earlier this year. It's definitely worth a listen. Um, I think you'll vibe with it. Um, and, and for some, it'll, it'll, it might turn into a crush, like for Kim, (laughs) who knows? (laughs) So any last words, Ron, Kim, or, uh, Orn and Ickham? Do we have to give it rocks? Oh my God. Yeah. You're correct. (laughs) Out of five, out of five obsidian rocks, we got to give it rocks. Kim, you got to be first. Oh, five rocks. Easy. (laughs) That was easy. Next. Drop five rocks. Bam, bam, bam. That's right. Bam, bam. <laughs> All right, Ron. Opera uh, fan. Op- opera fan. And I'm gonna give it. Speaker. I'm gonna give it three. One, one for each of the tracks that I connected to. All right. Ouch. All right. That's fine though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kim. Damn, Sorry. Ron. Damn. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? I I I dug this brother, man. I I dug him, man. And I love the fact that you know, um, my family was like, dude, this guy's hitting it. So I'm I'm gonna say four point five rocks because it's 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 worth some of your time, and uh, that's what I would encourage. That's what I would encourage. So that is us. Another flash review from The Obsidian on Stromai and his album Multitude. Peace. <laughs>